in April, I wrote down some affirmations that I went through or wrote down in April. I am defying expectations. I'm taking chances. I'm keeping my eyes on the ball. I know when to take the next step. I'm celebrating wins. I'm going to follow my dream. What are you affirming to yourself? Now, that's one thing I love that we do in the children's book club as well. They have weekly affirmations that they go on with. Wow. I think we already said Happy New Year, right? I did, I did a whole gratitude episode. I did a whole gratitude episode. So it's so good to be back here, guys. Happy January. How is it going? As of yet, you know, it's like the second week already before I made it up here, but I made it. That's all that counts, right? <laughs> That's all that counts. I know everyone is juggling, hustling and bustling, the goals, the vision boards and everything. Like, you got to get right this year, right? No, you got to fix all the fixables, everything that didn't go right last year. I'm, I'm, I'm staying on, on top of it this year. I'm getting into the driver's seat of my life this year. Can we even see enough of quotes like that on, on the streets of social media? <laughs> no. Then it's not January because it's another opportunity, another chance, right? I think I, I mentioned it very briefly to my sister, either on the first or earlier this year. I was like, despite the fact that first of January is just another day. We slept on the 31st and we woke up on another day. But thank God for the attachment, the sentimental attachments to to a new month, to the beginning of a new month, like it's a, or a beginning of a new year. It's a fresh new beginning. It's a fresh new start. But the truth of the matter is we can actually make every day. The first of December can be a fresh new start. 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon can be your decision to give yourself a fresh new start. It's how you put it. It's what you align with it. It's the sentimental validations that you associate with it, right? Whatever is it that you want to associate it with. So it's really nice. It's, but but it, it, is a, it, it is an opportunity, honestly speaking, I must say, to have the whole world, the backing of the whole world um, surrounding the special month, the beginning of a new year and like, you know, everybody going for it. I went to the gym the other day, funny enough, and the gym was packed at 6 a.m. in the morning. It made me, I just chuckled, I, I smiled, I laughed about it because I couldn't even find a treadmill to get my lazy self on because I'm a treadmill girl. I just want that sweat. I want that, you know, the release of whatever hormones that I get released into my system. So in the morning, I can actually have a chat with my team members and, and be alive and not be like, oh, so good morning, guys. What are we doing today? But then, you know, after I go to the gym in the morning, I just, I just find out that I'm there in the morning. It's like a sunshine and I'm not cold because obviously I've just had a good sweat and I'd probably have a warm shower and stuff. And so it just lifts my mood and lifts my face. But yeah, I went to the gym that day and I couldn't find a treadmill. So I was forced to go and find something else to do. And I'm thinking, girl, don't worry. It's January. Wait until February and you'll see the difference. But like I said before, every day is an opportunity for us to decide, you know what, today I'm getting it right. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. We don't have to wait 365 days. This year is 366, isn't it? Is it? Is it 366 or 364? Oh my goodness. I don't even know. But yeah, whatever the case is, I bet you get the gist. But last episode, I told you guys, I promised that I was going to come back on here to do a kind of a lessons learned retro 
And I believe you are already doing all the learning that you need to do from those amazing podcasts, videos, skits, and whatever it is that you can find on the streets of social media already. And you've heard everything. You know, I always say it. It's not like something new. It's just from a different voice, from a different perspective. It's just from my own experience in it. But I'll come up, up here and share the gist based on how I've learned it. And this time around today, I'm actually sharing it from the in-depth of my life because I write. If you've not noticed, I actually love writing. A friend of mine always reminds me about, a, you know, there was a time in my life that I was actually writing a book and I was a poet at some point. Oh my God, dear girl, you know, I come on here and I talk about something that I used to do back in the day. <laughs> um, but yes, um, yeah, I used to be a poet. I used to write, attempt to, I, I attempted to write a book. I probably will still write one anyways. But at the time I was just doing it because I felt like, oh, I have a lot to talk about. Like, I have a lot to say. Now we do all the talking on microphones in it and, you know, coaching and teaching my lessons learned to other people and, and things like that. But this time I, I write. So my notepad, you know, I use my phone. I use the money out of my phone. Just take it like that. Not unlike my husband, he's got an iPhone as well, um, one iPhone Apple family, I would say. And he doesn't really use the Apple phone. Like it needs to be on a on like a um, what's it called? This 3310 Nokia phone because it doesn't really use that phone for everything that that is useful for. But I definitely use my phone, most especially my notepad. I most definitely use my notepad. So I went back because you know. I try to do it as often as I can. Sometimes I don't really pick a period. Sometimes it's at the end of a week. Maybe I've had a bad week or a, a kind of a special week, <laughs> um, a difficult week, a long week. And I'm feeling, oh, the need to learn something new, the need to find solace or find what you call it, or find wisdom from the things that I've, I've heard, listened to in the past, either a sermon, either a book, either whatnot. So I go into my own archive and I find stuff. Most especially sometimes when I'm not in the mood to scroll to YouTube and write whatever is going through my mind then, then I start to go into my own archive and start to find things that I can learn from. And while I was doing it for like more or less the whole year, I found out that, oh my goodness, it was a lot that I sort of wrote down. So I picked things here and there from months to months just to share. And I feel like some people will love this. Those that reach out to me and talk about, oh my goodness, that book you talked about on your podcast, I read it and it was as powerful as you said it was. So I'm going to be sharing some of the books. Some of the books I read last year, um, I will be sharing it on today, right out today. But before I go in, you know, we don't do this. It's not a culture. We already formed that, that culture, right? Let's do the quotable quotes, right? So like on retro generally, um, I saw something um, on, you know, on the streets of the internet. And I thought, you know what, let me come and share it with you guys. Reflection turns experience into insights. John Maxwell said that, and I've got company. So I'm going to just pause this right now and attend to them. Yeah, I came across this quote that I thought, oh my goodness, I, I definitely need to bring it up here and share. The unexamined life is not worth living. What do you guys think about that? Oh my gosh. The unexamined life. How often do you examine your life? How often do you go back and see? Do you know, there's something I, I've, I've always said about my respect for the elderly, not because of definitely, yeah, because of their age or something. But I look at, I look at those that are older than, though, that like children, you know, those, um, those, yeah, those that I'm older than. I look at them generally, the very young ones, not, not someone that is 30 or something. 
um, the very young ones, I look at them and I smile, especially their ideas, their perspectives, because you can tell the difference, right? You can tell when someone in their 20s or in, in you know, a teenager shares something. Um, you can tell. You can tell from their age. You can tell from their perspective. You can tell how still very um, reserved, how covered, how shielded it is. And I smile. Actually, I have an 11-year-old young lady, I'd like to call that now. And every time she talks, every time she sends me messages on Snapchat, she's got a phone. One of them fancy teenage, about to be teenagers. Um, and she sends me things from her own perspective or she wants to share opinion. It makes me smile and giggle because then I'm like, oh my goodness, oh, what an innocent mindset. And then I look at people in my own, um, you know, my age group. And when they share their perspective as well, you can tell by what people say. You know, that's the thing about perspective. You can tell by what people say, the opinions they share, the kind of trauma they carry. Apart from the trauma, but the kind of mood you're currently in. It's unfortunately, as human beings, we try, some people try really hard, unlike talkatives like myself, some people try really hard to cover up their emotions or the things that they're going through. But unfortunately, it has its way of coming out. People overreact to things. They, they, they think a, a type of way than other people. You know, people are going, because, because everybody's going right and you're going left doesn't particularly mean you're wrong. You know, sometimes, you know, majority <laughs> that are wrong would follow one another and then you're just on by yourself. It doesn't mean you're wrong. I remember, you know, um, I'm, now I'm saying I remember, I don't remember. But yeah, we all know, but when Facebook started, Yahoo Messenger used to be the thing. And a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, put your information there. People will steal it and things like that. Look at now. Some people's businesses, offices are on Facebook. Even I am looking to go back to Facebook now because at some point, Facebook actually became village people in my life. <laughs> Do you know? But um, I think about a week ago, a friend called me and started to tell me all the great and amazing things and opportunities on Facebook now. So I've been updating and I've been re reprofiling my Facebook account because, you know, for what I do, <laughs> if there is a channel that is going to start to help me do better. So actually, you know, let me share it on here. Let me share it already. The goal is that one of, one of the things that I have on my GoBot this year is some of Not For My Village People episode will be recorded live on Facebook. Obviously, I will still bring it back to the platforms where you all listen to it. You don't have to jump on Facebook and come and listen to it there. But most especially the ones where I'm going to be having guests. So the plan is to have one guest per month, at least one or two guests per month. But one of the episodes that I record on a monthly basis will have a guest included. So I'm excited for, for all the great things that we have this year. You know, you, you're human. I'm human too. You have all the things you've written on your goal board. Yes, and I have mine too. So why are you hating? Don't be a village people. Yes, that's my, one of my plans for this year. Anyways, anyways, let's go back to this quotable quote. So it says, the unexamined life is not worth living. And I agree, 100%. I agree with that. And then there's this other one I saw. It said, every moment of one's existence, one is growing into more or retreating into less. Now, I was saying something earlier about the ones that people that are younger than myself, people that are in my age group, but then people that are older than me. Oh, Lord. I look at them and when I look at them, it just makes me yawn for old age. Isn't that weird? Even though the older I get, the closer my birthday gets, it puts me in a bit of a panic mode because then I'm looking at, oh my goodness, I wanted to achieve this. I wanted to do this. I want, 
hopefully we're going to be doing better this year because we're just going to be in gratitude mode and continue to be grateful for what we already have and thank God for the things that we're working towards having, right? But when I look at the older people, I, you know, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, I bet my mom now close to 60, she'll be like, don't call me old. But yeah, people definitely older than I am. And I look at them and I'm like, you know what, especially 60s, 70s, I'm like, oh God, how relieved they are right now to be in that age. Are they relieved though? How many 70 year olds do you know that I feel, that feel such, that feel a relief? Some of them do, and some of them don't. Unfortunately, it depends on you, obviously, how you've lived your life or the experiences you've been through, right? But majority of them, most especially those ones that seems to have found happiness and the real meaning surrounding what makes them happy. When I look at them, I just find it, I feel a tiny little bit of envious about it because it's like, Esther, what you're still chasing, you're still like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, if I turn 40. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they've seen 40. They've seen that 40 came with the thing, with some of the things they wanted to achieve and some of the things they wanted to achieve never turned up. And they've passed 40 now. They won't even be looking at that again. At 2025, a lot of the things on your goal board was, I want to be able to maybe finish university, get a, start a career, identify a career path. Now, I might 35, I'm not looking to identify a career part anymore, only maybe if I'm looking to transition, right? But I'm like, yeah, you found that one now. So what's the next? There's next, 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 next. It's like, you know, billion yen at this point you want to get to. But looking at those people in their 70s just make me like, oh, goodness, must be nice. Because some weight has fallen off their shoulders. They are not running any race. They're just looking to live and enjoy the life that you're in. May we all find peace before old age, wisdom before old age, and understanding before old age that, whatever will be, will be. Yeah, whatever will be, will be. Now, before I take too much time and, you know, my editor will charge me like millions editing this particular episode now. <laughs> so let me go into what I wanted to talk to you guys about when I did my retro for 2023, right? 2023. So January 2023, I actually started two projects in January. Yeah, mad, mad, mad. Yeah, mad. But I thank God I did because if not, I probably won't be sitting behind this blue yeti microphone now recording this retro episode because this was one of the projects I started in January 2023. Glory be to God. And right now, overall, we've got over a thousand downloads overall overall you know remember i did have a channel before and then i had to start all over again and that particular channel was already over 400 downloads and now this particular channel that i'm using now we were able to go above 700 with the last episode which is just amazing over 60 of you guys clicked into that particular gratitude podcast yeah and it's a january thing everybody's looking for you know reasons let me just find that reason to get to be grateful for i pray that this year may you not look too far may you not have to dig too far to find the things around you that you're grateful for because even in the littlest of things there is gratitude in it there is a reason to be grateful in that little thing that you're looking at that you think is little because it's not little it might be little for you but it's not little for some people that still want it okay so yes, I started not for my village people. So this month, 
there's a one year anniversary um, of Not For My Village people. So I'm, I'm thanking you all for at least keeping me with that title. I'm a podcaster. And in order to celebrate that, I actually started something. So guys, be nice to your sister. I have been coming on here week in, week out, every, you know, every, more like every week, dropping something for you guys. There's a lot of work that goes into the background of it. I think I put some extra thing on my, um, on some of my channels where if you listen to any of my podcasts and you just, you know, you just get in your heart, like, you know what, let me drop this girl something. Please drop a girl something, drop a sister something. And there, there is a link that you would see on any of my podcast platform that allows you to, you know, drop me a heart, drop me something. Um, from from the bottom of your heart to just say, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time um, in doing this. So yes, I activated that this year because I felt like, you know, almost 40 episodes now. And, you know, I want to believe I'm blessing you guys. If not, you're not going to be listening to it, right? But I'm, I'm grateful and I thank you for your time. So to say thank you to me, if you've been wondering, how can I say thank you to Esther for all these things that she puts out there that I'm learning from? Now you have the opportunity to do so because then you can click on that donate button and get, get something out to your sister. All right. Okay. And last year, January as well, one of the things I started was a child, a children book club called Destiny Kids and Teens Book Club. Yes. I started it last year and I must say, oh my goodness. No, it's just been amazing. Now the kids think, the parents think the children are coming to learn from the community, right? But each time I have the opportunity to coordinate any class, because we have classes on Wednesdays and Saturdays, yeah, virtual is a virtual book club. So it's just the same idea I use for my adults book club called Bookboard that I use for them as well. It gives them the opportunity to read, summarize. So they're not only learning, they're not only reading books, but they have a community where they can come and discuss their lessons learned and we relate whatever they're reading to the world at large to the things around them, to how they can help their parents at home, how they can continue to grow as wonderful children amongst their friends, build better relationships, build confidence, and, and even learn some words while at it. So I'm grateful for that opportunity. The feedback has been amazing. You can see this month, I've not even stopped talking about it because the feedbacks from the parents, from the children, the things that they are able to achieve, the way they're building and breaking the shell of being shy and not being able to speak up for themselves, or even defend their knowledge. It's just falling out. It's just, it's just falling down from them and they're, they're rising above it all. So yes, I'm really grateful for that opportunity that I started that. So those two things I started in January last year, and now I can say I started a year ago. So if there is something in your heart, sisters, misters, that you're still doubting, no, I doubted it. Now, if you know how many times I've come up here to rant and to rant and nag about my children or kids generally or young people generally, you will probably already know that I'm not a fan of children, but it's not about being a fan. It's about what they're growing into. Now, I am passionate about what children are growing into because they're, they're the future of tomorrow, isn't it? They're the leaders of tomorrow. So why not try and put into them, impact their lives so they don't have to struggle to want to start it now. Now, I meet people every now and again, they're like, oh, I always wanted to read, but I just never found the group or community to help me want to read more. And I'm glad I'm able to give that out there because it's what's in my hand, isn't it? That's one of the messages God gave me this year. Ooh, now I feel like I'm preaching. <laughs> um, give me this year, which is, you know, I keep asking for stuff. Just like you, you're asking, I'm asking, don't judge me. <laughs> I know you're judging me, but I keep asking as well. But then he said to me, I've put things in your hands. And yeah, definitely, I'm going to be paying attention to a lot of the things he's put in, he's put in my hands. Is given the talent to speak 
the talent to write the talent to you know to to read books i can read books and understand them and share them from different perspectives people need that as well you don't know whatever you have whatever you're thinking about now that you're still doubting like who's going to listen to me who's going to have it who will believe i can do it you just got to start i remember we started with two two i think two children and they were my friends kids you know yeah, thank goodness I've got those friends that actually believe in me. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Because Esther will not, she won't let us hear the end of it. Yeah, I dragged them into it. And yes, we started. And now we're counting almost about 15, 17 children in the community spread across Saturday and, Sunday and, and, and Wednesdays. Um, because we are for between the age of eight and 11. There's some smart eight-year-olds out there. I couldn't even believe I can handle eight-year-olds. But there are some amazingly, you know, John, my beautifully smart kids out there, eight years old that are in the community as well, between eight and 11 on Wednesdays. And on Saturdays, we have the teenager class, um, which is from age 12 to, to 16, that they join and we discuss on whatever book that we're reading. So those are the two projects I managed to achieve in January. Also in January, I read two books. I read two books in January. The first one I started the year with was Hustle Ada Hustle Smarter, written by 50 Cent. And one of the things I picked up from that book, because I would always write my lessons learned from a book, is don't dwell, it will slow your momentum. So sisters, misters, this is for you out there. Whatever it is that you're dwelling on right now, you know it. I think I came up here in October or in November, and I told you guys that I realized, you know what? I'm actually not really good with failure, right? But who is? Who is actually good with failure, right? No one is good with failure. Well, let's not dwell because when you dwell on those failures, yeah, then you probably, you will slow your momentum just like 50 Cent said, said in that particular book. I'm going to move on to the second book I read, The Spare, you know, Spare. Remember Spare? That Prince wrote? I read it. And one of, some of the things that I learned in that particular book that I wrote down that resonated with me at the time when I was reading it, if I pick up the book again now and read it again, I probably will resonate with some other things, maybe new things that I never picked up before because I'm in a different season of my life right now. Um, one of the things I read where I wrote that was another broken child. Chased to a death was asked not to cry publicly, irrespective of the hurt. Yes. Now you can help in your, you know how many times I've been on this platform recording this and even crying? How many people have seen me cry? Do you understand? Like this girl is too vulnerable, but we're changing that this year. <laughs> We're going to be trying to be less vulnerable this year. A lot of you will not see me cry this year. My God's grace. I'm trying, I'm going to try and be that, you know, strong, stronger lady for myself. Not for you, but for myself. Because like, let me keep my tears, man. I'll, I'll do it on my bed when no one can see me. But yes, yeah, there are some people out there that unfortunately, the luxury that you have to be able to cry or shed a tear anywhere, they couldn't do that because yeah, you didn't have that opportunity to do that. And then I wrote this very funny one. When I was reading, I just laughed. Oh my goodness. I wrote down, would you not feel a type of way if you don't have the opportunity to fart in peace because of the camera is always in your face? Imagine how many times have you farted today? You had that, whatever you've mixed together. I had a cupcake tonight and I know, you know what? Jasmine will just probably have to bear with me. But anyways, going back to <laughs> going back to the main point, right? How many times do you have the opportunity to just let go? But he never had the opportunity because the camera was always in his face. Must be something, isn't it? Just imagine. That was something I resonated with in that book when I read it back in January. And in February, 
I read another book by Brené Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection. That was a very good book. Oh my goodness. If you've not read the book, you might want to pick it up. This is one of the books we read in my community and my book club community where we discuss um, the adults one, not the children one, by the way. And what some of the things I wrote down, just quickly go through it. Compassion practices daring. Compassion is not a default. Only when we know our darkness, we will, um, we will be present in others' darkness. If you don't know your own darkness, there is no way you can be present in other people's darkness. You might think you are, but you don't really get it. You don't understand it. And I think there are different episodes on this particular, um, in the last year that I've said a few things like that. Now, broken people can heal, but yeah, if you've never been broken before, <laughs> I'm not saying if you've not had any traumatic experiences before, it's like, can you even relate? Is it relatable to you? So it's two different things. Reality and theoretical knowledge are two different things, which makes the difference between speakers as well. You know, it's a matter of, you know, I'm currently reading a book that is um, helping me with communication. I just need to get better with my communication. I, I, we need to continue to grow, right? I'm the personal development coach after all. So I continue to develop myself. And I'm currently reading a book on communication. And a part of the things I'm learning, like, you know, it's different when you're having to go and research statistical knowledge about something you want to talk about when you've actually not lived it. The way it comes out, the way you say, the way you tell it is different from, you know, from the people that are just, you've not lived it, you're, you've just theoretically gone to search statistical numbers to be able to tell that story. If you know, it's because, you know, you listen to them, you would be able to tell the difference um, in it. So yes, boundaries and judgmental, compassion and acceptance, holding people accountable. Can we be kinder? But FEMA, the gifts of imperfection. Yes. I think I talked about it as uh, um, in February um, at the beginning of my podcast, um, you know, regime <laughs> when I was a newbie in the podcast. <laughs> Guess what, guys? Guess what? Oh, my God. Let's dive in for a minute. Do you know, I'm sort of not coaching, obviously, not, not paying, but two people reached out to me at the beginning of this year talking about, yeah, Esther, I've been looking to, to, pod, to start my own podcast. Can you give me some ropes? And I'm thinking, oh, is that all it takes? Is that all it takes? You are someone's example, sisters, misters. You really are. You're putting yourself down too much. You're being too hard on yourself. You just got to start it so someone else will get the balls. They will get the heart. They will get the courage. They will get the confidence to go for it as well. I come on here and I tell you my flaws all the time. I still don't think I know how to pronounce the H. I'm not the best, you know, <laughs> when it comes to this English language. And, you know, I just try and I come, I come here, I communicate anyways. And some of you can relate. You resonate with it. And some people are getting the confidence that they need now to go on that journey as well. Do not use your own delays to stop someone else's reason to grow. Okay? Go for it already. It doesn't have to be perfect. Has it been perfect? No, it's not been perfect. It's still not perfect. But we're going to continue to do this because I'm loving it. And I think you guys are loving it secretly as well. 60 people. Oh, my goodness. First episode of the year. Do you know what? You're loving it. And I appreciate you all for it. Um, also in February, I listened to, the, to a podcast. I started listening to them in February last year. I still listen to them now. And I think they're actually very good at what they do. It's called My Sister's Podcast. I think that's what it's called. 
And some of the things I learned from the episode that I listened to when I was listening to it is, by virtue of existence, we are flawed. The fact that you're living alone, the fact that you're alive, you came out of your mother's U.R. Sisters, misters, forget it. You're flawed. Let it sink in now. You are not perfect. Avoiding trauma can cause more trauma. You carry baggage. Accept it. Acknowledge it. Work on fixing it. Does that make sense? And there is um, another, another thing I wrote down in February. Some of the things I was journaling in February. Um, let me just read, read that to you quickly. But I promised myself while I was journaling in February, I wrote there titled Loving Myself. And then that was in February 2023, by the way. And this is what I wrote under that particular topic or subject. I said, this year, I am big on loving myself. I want to love myself, not anybody's definition of how I should love myself. If leaving myself is going to stop, if loving myself rather, is going to Starbucks for a copper, I am doing it. Another thing is watch the things I complain to my loved ones about. I didn't do well on, on that one last year at all. If it's coaching someone at 8 p.m., I will do it. If that's my definition of loving myself in that particular season, I will do it. Because when I'm actually not coaching, I don't like it because I love doing it. I love coaching. I love doing it. So when I'm not doing it, don't like it. So it makes me happy when I know I've helped someone. I've impacted a life right now. When I'm not doing all those things that, that I love speaking, recording a podcast, reading a book, or you know, coaching someone, teaching someone something. Yeah, I'm not happy because that's what I love doing. So yeah, that was what I wrote to myself last year. And I already just told you what I didn't really do well um, last year. So yes, this year, the plan is still to love myself, do what matters to me, what's important to me, and, and try to connect more. Connect, I'm big on connection this year as well. So a different version. But yeah, sometimes you write some things down, you journal it down. Because you didn't get it all completely right doesn't make you a failure. You tried. At least you thought about it. That's important. You thought about it. I thought about it last year, February, that I'm going to love myself and I will create my own definition of loving myself. And I sort of did. Those of you that followed the episodes after episode last year, I ended up overdoing it, overdoing it anyways, but I did. I did my gratitude, gratification, celebration year last year. Came to eventually, you know, um, made me feel I don't even deserve to buy a Christmas gift for myself. But I wanted it and I did it. What's on your loving yourself journal for this year? You're going to do it? You're not going to do it? You're going to try and remind yourself, create a retro time for yourself. So go back to it so you can remember. Maybe if I didn't wait the whole year, maybe I would have actually been able to do that, correct that part where I said, another thing is watch the things I complain to my loved ones about. So this year, um, it's back on my journal. Part of my loving myself is less complaining. No matter what it is, I want to try and complain less this year. And then in March, my birth month, <laughs> of course, of course, of course, yeah, drum bell. I need to start say, telling my editor everything I talk about on this platform that he needs to do while I'm recording. He needs to do it. Put a drum, put a drum roll there. It was my birth month. <laughs> Anyways, what situations or circumstances are you currently walking through? 
Are you fighting through some challenging growth phases that are more frustrating than fulfilling? That's something I wrote in March. What situations or circumstances are you currently walking through? So I'm, say, I'm asking you, sisters, misters, what is the situation? Are you fighting through some challenges, growth phases that are more frustrating than fulfilling? Whatever it is, it will pass. Trust me. Being there, done that, seen it. I know another one will still come and God will still give the strength, the wisdom to be able to pull through. How many times have you said you want to start something and you never got around to doing it? Okay, yes, I started with two things I wanted to do last year that I started, right? But there are several things last year I wanted to do as well that I didn't do. So be kind to yourself. At the right time, it will happen, but you've got to hold yourself accountable as well. Challenge yourself after listening to this and start at least one of the things on that list. You don't have to go through all the things on your list because I know the list is long. I know. I saw it. I am the village people on your journal and your notepad. Yes, I can see it. You're number 54 already. But why? How many days do we even have in this year that you have 54 items on your list of what you want to do? I wish you all the best with it, but don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Even if it is just one thing you're able to do on your 54 list or 110 list, that's still better than nothing. Okay? Bittersweet. I read the book Bittersweet in March last year as well. And part of the lessons I learned from it was sadness helps you appreciate what you used to have. Did you feel that? I felt it again. Sadness helps you appreciate what you used to have. Sadness prompts a gap analysis. Maybe I'm the only one on that train. But whenever I'm a type of way, I'm in a mood, a moody mood, right? I start to think about, I, I said it earlier, I will go to sometimes even when I don't feel like YouTubing it or Spotifying it or Instagramming it or Facebooking it or Twittering it, whatever it is, I will go into my archive of notes. And then I'll start to search quotable quotes, books I read, lessons learned, sermons, ministrations I attended or watched somewhere. What did I resonate with there? And they start to speak to me. What speaks to you? What speaks to you? Like, it's, it's weird. I feel like everything ministers to me. Everything I can see a download from everything and anything. It's a way of life for me now. The fact that I'm sat here doing this recording, I know there is a reason for it because I could have recorded it last week, but it wouldn't have maybe touched anybody or affected anybody positively. But the fact that I'm recording it today and whenever it's going to air, whenever I'm going to upload it, there is someone that would need it in that particular season and on that particular day. And in either six months or seven years time, someone will still click into this and listen to it and it will meet them at the point of their need at that particular time by God's grace. Whatever you do, Whatever I do this year will not be in vain. It will have positive repercussions and consequences will come with it. And it goes both ways, actually. I was having a long chat with my mom yesterday while I was cooking. I had a question, a cook question for her. Yes, I still call my mom. Yes, I still call my mom. If you have the opportunity to do that, please call. Do you know, they won't be here forever. I hope mine will be, but they won't be. It's just the realistic part of it. So when I feel like, do you know, the need to call, I was cooking um, this special meat 
And then I wanted to know how to do it better. And I called her and we just got on there. We went from topic, subject to subject. And I enjoyed it. Those are the memories we're going to hold on to. So do it. Do it now. If you've not called them, just I call them. I hope you have a good relationship with your parents. But hopefully there's someone that you actually, you know, you relate with enough that you feel whenever you feel the need to call that person, please, please give them a call. Please give them a call. People will not be around forever. And then in April, and the, one of the, the, the last part I didn't say, sadness builds on creativity. Ooh, do you know how many songwriters have written songs that we still sing until date as a result of outbreak or something bad that happened to them? Look at Adele, for example. Oh my goodness, all the songs. <gasps> Ooh, with me, with me. My soul rest in peace. I loved her. She was one of my... my my media aunties. Yes, let's put it that way. In April, I wrote down some affirmations that I went through or wrote down in April. I am defying expectations. I'm taking chances. I am keeping my eyes on the ball. I know when to take the next step. I'm celebrating wins. I'm going to follow my dream. What are you affirming to yourself? Now, that's one thing I love that we do in the children's book club as well. They have weekly affirmations that they go on with. So at the start of every, every gathering, we go through our affirmations first. At the end of it, we go through the uh, new affirmations as well. So they now know the meaning of affirmations and the positivity that comes with affirming good things to themselves. I do my daughter as well. I'm strong. She's only six. She turned six recently. So uh, we can, uh, not, not as deep as, but we just go, I'm strong. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm beautiful. Those easy ones, but at least she knows it. And now, and she would say so, she said it so many times that she doesn't even question it. I've never heard her say, Mom, am I ugly? Okay. I hope I never hear her say that. But yeah, it's a matter of saying it. What do you say to yourself when you're alone, when you're by, your si by yourself? Because those things you say to yourself when you're alone, when you're by yourself, find a way to come out even when you're not expecting it from the things you say, from what you, from how you respond to things. So try as much as possible to make sure that you're positive things. Because when it's positive things you say to yourself, when you're alone, it would also show up when you're talking to people. Even in rooms where you're trying to hide the real you, the positivity will come out. And if it is negativity as well, the negativity will find its way out. So which one are you holding on to this season? As well at the beginning of this year, which one are you holding on to? And the book I read in April, one of the books I read in April, um, written by Alex Court, is called How Not To Be Strong. How Not To Be Strong. And oh my goodness, that particular month, oh my goodness, and that particular book came with a lot to learn. I don't even know where to start. I'm a generational cost breaker. Are you comfortable in your space? Home is not home if it no longer aligns with the future you see. They need you more than you need them. Identify the issues and turn it around. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that matters. Strength is defying expectations. Strength is taking chances. Strength is keeping your eyes on the ball. Strength is knowing when to take the next step. Strength is celebrating wins. Strength is having the courage to follow your dream. No, it was a lot. A lot came from that book. 
So if you've not read it, make it one of the books that you're going to read this year. How Not To Be Strong by Alex Court. And then in May, in the month of May, I started this um, challenge. I think I started in April slash um, going into May. 30 day challenge program that I started. Um, yeah, that was one of the things I worked on last year. That I felt like it wasn't really, it did not really give birth to the idea that I had originally to, to bring it out to the general public. But yeah, maybe, maybe it's just the approach. Maybe it's the delivery of it, but one can go into it again because those that were part of the two, three months that we did, they really, they got results from it. So the magic of thinking big is a book I read in May last year. One of the books I read in May last year as well. You are the scientist in the laboratory of your life. Did you get that? Did you get that? Did you write it down? Sisters, sisters. Let me go on it again. You are the scientist in the laboratory of your life. I am going to live before I die. What does that mean to you? One of the two things I picked from that book, I am going to live before I die. What are you going to leave doing before you die? Before you die. I was listening to a video today and it, the, the, she, she was saying, one of the actresses, she was talking about, I don't want to leave something. I want to leave a legacy. I can't remember what that word is again. So it probably just doesn't even connect right now. But yeah, what, what are you going to, when, when you say I'm going to leave before I die, what do you want to believe in doing? What, what, is, what is life to you? What is, this is life to me. Sitting here recording this, being invited to speaking engagements, coaching people, impacting lives yeah that's life that's me living that's me living being able to see the growth and development and impact the life of the young the middle-aged and the old yes yes i live for that i live for that what is it to you and i read another book as well in the month of may um how to get rich Ooh, that one was something i read and i watched another program i think it was on netflix about it as well and one of the some of the things i learned in there said Design your rich life, where you spend your money. Do you know where you spend your money? Home ownership. Oh, there is this, um, um, what's it called? There is this, it's not a podcast, but it's like a vodcast, like you call it. Um, life, um, program that, um, one of the people in my network right now, a friend, I will say she's, oh, she's such a gorgeous lady. She does it on Instagram. Um, Wednesday with Wendy, I think. And I was listening to it just before I started recording this. And she was talking about, how she wants to get into the driver's seat of her life financially. She's been in the financial, she, she talks about finances every now and again. And she's been in that space for quite some time now. And yeah, one of the things she was talking about tonight was where you spend your money, where you spend your, you might want to check it out. She has a couple of programs coming up um, this year, according to what she said as well. So you might want to check her out on, on Instagram, Wednesdays with Wendy. That's what the life program is called. So check it out. Home ownership. What do you really want in your rich life, sisters, misters? Now, I know finances is at the top on your goal board this year. So what do you really want in your rich life? Communication about money. Be honest. If you like a bag, buy it, but at the right time. How many accounts do you have? What do you love to spend money on? What's your money psychology? And how did you grow up with money? Now, sisters, I said earlier that I watched this or read this in May, right? And if you listen to my last episode, I did mention there that I spent more money than I had in 2023, right? <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you take it in, sometimes you implement it, and sometimes you don't implement it. But does it really, because I spent more money than I had in 2023, does it really mean I did not take my finances into check? Mm -hmm. 
Maybe not. Maybe yes. Who knows? Who's to tell? But again, you know, some of these things just don't be too hard on yourself. Okay. Some of the quotes I resonated with in May 2023, you can't change someone by loving them harder. You can't. And then seasons come and go. Remember to behave and not misbehave in each season. Because when you misbehave, you will rip it in the next season. It will determine how you move and succeed in the next season. Each season is there to teach you. You probably want to re rewind that and listen to it again. Seasons. But I feel like this is going to take, oh my goodness, we've, I've been here for a while now. But going on, let's speed it up a little bit because we're still in June, right? In the month of June, I read a book called, or we read a book in my community called You Are, Hel you Are Already a Wealthy Heiress. Linda P. Jones wrote that book. And some of the things I resonated with when I was reading the book is, what are your goals? What make you tick? Wealth heiress journal. Do you have a wealth heiress journal? If finances is on your goal board this year that you want to sort out, you want to get better at, do you have a wealth heiress journal? The ideal woman you wish you could be, visualize her. The ideal man you wish you could be, visualize him. Read inspiring stories of wealth heiresses and hers. They didn't require brain transplant. Those that are wealthy right now did not require brain transplant. So you don't need a brain transplant either. They can do it. So can you. Activate your wealth mindset. And in the month of July, I made some commitments to my beautiful daughter. At the time was five. Now she's six. I said I wanted to know more about her character, how she's feeling, a confidence level, how she's, um, how she's feeling. I said that already. Empathy and knowing why, what she empathizes on and things like that. Resolving conflict with her, trying the, is it a quiet parenting, how they, how they say, um, and communication. And I think I was able to kickstart that. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing better, much better than I used to with that now. Um, and I'm proud of myself. So we have conversations. What, what's going on with you? Why are you crying? Do you think crying actually makes sense in this situation? Why did you slam the door? What are you doing right now? Does that make sense at this time of the day? Things like that. Unlike before, where we, you know, I just activate my internal microphone and I scream it down. I still do that every now and again. But Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm working on it, right? And then I read another book in July. Um, I may be wrong. That's the name of the book. And some of the things I resonated with it. How many times do we do things to make people proud? Like how many times are the things that you're doing, spending your time doing, is just because of you're doing it for somebody to make them proud and not for yourself. Are you proud, sister, misters? What you did today, are you proud of it? What you're planning to do tomorrow, are you proud of it? Or are you doing because you want people to be proud of you? Trust me, sisters, misters. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it because I'm proud of myself, which is why I say sometimes I even listen to my own voice because I love, I love, I think 20 of those downloads over time that I've got are downloads that I did myself because I just listen to myself and I melt and mesmerize in my own voice. I bet the psych, psych, psychologist, therapist or is it psychologist you call them i bet they have a name for that you know you're self-obsessed right anyways 
I like my voice. So sometimes I listen to my voice. How many times do we do them? Do we do things to make people proud and not ourselves? Like he was looking to make his dad proud. So in that book, the writer was make, looking to make his dad proud. Or there was a story about someone in that book that, was, that did everything to make his dad proud. Working with what you've got. What have you got right now that you need to work with? Are you still asking, what can I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But you have that thing that you love doing so much. But because you think it's not a big deal. Yeah, that can't bring anything for me. Rethink it because... It might just be what people are looking for. I didn't think anybody would need a book club for children. I was even thinking, how can you get children to read? One of the books, one of the biggest books we've read in the community at 300 plus pages, they finished it. They finished it. Our current book called I'm a Champion that we're reading in the community is over 200 pages. We're going to read it in six weeks. So don't underestimate the ideas that you've been given. Because when you were given, it wasn't just you, it was given to. It just det determined who picks it up and does something with it. What are you doing with the ideas you've got? Working with what you've got. Are you working with what you've got? Okay. And then I didn't write anything else. I didn't pick up anything for the other months. Uh, obviously, you all know why. But then December, in December, I wrote a couple articles last year as well. But one of the ones I wrote in December is called Mastering Success in a New Land, Overcoming Career Challenges as a New Immigrant. So that was one of the things, one of the projects I worked on last year as well, which is integrating, helping those that are immigrants integrate better into the community here in the UK. I was able to speak at a couple churches, businesses, go in there to help them understand, especially those ones that are new in the country, help them understand better how to actually integrate in the country, including universities. I think I talked about it as well at Manchester Metropolitan University. So those are some of the things that I'm really, really proud of that I managed to achieve last year. This year, we're going in again with the same vibe, you know? It's not about doing, yeah, more, 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 because yeah, you know, rest is, rest is paramount as well. It's important for me. Wellness is important for me as well. Part of wealth is me, you know, resting as well. This year, soft life, hashtag soft life this year. But we're going to still continue to give it a lot more because I'm still young. It's middle age now, right? Can you say middle age? Or can I, am, I, am I middle age now? Anyways, whatever you call it. But yes, I'm going to be doing and putting in a lot more effort, increasing and improving in my personal development, like I already said, resting, spending time with family, and just continue to be me. It's just another day. It's another month. It's another week. It's another year. And uh, I pray for wisdom for you all. In summary, above all, Believe in yourself, sisters, misters, for you are capable of achieving remarkable things. Remember that, please. Embrace your authenticity, for it's your superpower, your real self. I think it, it would be really tiring for me, that, which is why some of the podcasts I've, I've started in, in the past never really just took off because there was no way I could have. I would have had to go and Google all the time to think about what to talk about. But now, not for my village people, is something that I've actually turned into my own personal hashtag for years now that I just coined. I loved it. It, it became a slang. It was a slang on social media and I loved it. And I thought, you know what? I resonate with it because there's a lot of things happening in, in our lives, in people's lives that we just think is, yeah, it's all about village people. It's about other people, right? Right. But sometimes we're even the village people in ourselves. We're our own haters. We're our own bad, um, how would I pull it, bad, bad influences. We're influencing ourselves 
you know, in, in a negative way. We we are own negative naysay. We are all naysayers. But it's a matter of being reminded that you know what, there is more to life. There is more to you. You can do you you know you can do everything you think about, everything you set out to do. You know you can do it. It's the sacrifices, isn't it? So are you are you are you ready to sacrifice? When there's no transaction, there's no transformation. Are you ready to put in some time in exchange for what it is that you want? A lot of the problems people are going through is like you want you want to do nothing for something. It doesn't work like that. Some people out there that are doing everything for something will not let you do nothing for something. Go do something. And when you are, while you are tit, make sure you're doing more so you can get more out of it as well. Because, you know, for those that are believers, God did say, I'm a Christian, so I know the Bible. I'm not sure of the Quran, but I'm sure very similar things will be there. My husband is Muslim. What is in your hands is what's going to be blessed. So what is what what have you got on your hands right now? Is it twenty percent you're putting into the things on your hands? If it's twenty percent and God decides to multiply it, you get forty percent. But just imagine if you were put hundred percent and God did decide to multiply it for you, you're gonna get two hundred percent, right? Mathematicians will say that's incorrect, but yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? You're gonna get a double. So do enough, but when your double come, you can enjoy it. And it will be at that max, max, okay? Check your own realistic expectations at the door. It's 2024, sisters, misters. You see that long list, 54? You see the 110th number that you already have on that list? I wish you all the best with it. But this is your gentle reminder. Sisters, misters, check your unrealistic expectations at the door. Whenever you're listening to this, let it be your own new year. If it's in March, you're listening to this. If it's in February, you're listening to this. Whenever it is that you're listening to this, do a reset button to it. And those unrealistic part of your goals, check it at the door. That the next day, different. Because, yeah, your goals to be realistic, in it? Pray about things, work towards it. And I wish you all all the very best this new year. Like I always say, please don't forget to like. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to rate us. Let us know, are you enjoying this? Or are you clicking into it and clicking out? I don't know how it even works with the download stuff. If you have to listen to the end before you cancel that download. But I'm appreciating you guys for sharing it. I see some of you share it as well. I see some of you tell an episode to, a, to another sister or a mister to go and listen to so they can pick one or two things from it. If you resonate with this and you enjoyed it, please give me like a clap, send me, you know, a pat on the back. It does help to come back here and sit down. And like I said, there's now a link on all my platforms that gives you opportunities. Like, you know what? Let me just find something for Esther to buy another bag of brioche for a sister or for a daughter. Okay. Um, but yes, please keep following us on social media. Um, keep um, showing us some love. We need it. We need all the love that we can get. So we're encouraged to come and do more of this. Thank you all so much for listening today. I wish you all all the very best. And until the next time. Hopefully, see you all out there soon again. Bye for now. Cheers.